0: Climate and sustainability with Kevin James.
1: And good afternoon to you, Kevin. Are you good, my friend? Uh, Very good, Ernest. And regards to you and Bongani and the team there.
0: Oh, yeah, we will do. We'll pass on the regards to uh, Lizette Khan as well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry,
1: Lizette as well. Apologies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: hint, hint, yeah. Now, now, in an effort to curb food wasted across the food uh, supply chain, France has introduced a new law that now makes it illegal for supermarkets to throw away edible food. Sounds like a a, a no-brainer, really, something that should have been done uh, a long time ago. Tell us more about this Interesting uh, uh,
1: piece of legislation. Yes, very good um, and quite exciting. So, we've covered this before on the show, Ernest. We've uh, spoken about how the world wastes food, and as we recall, the numbers were staggering. You know, just to recap, almost a third of all food produced on the planet is wasted from the moment it's farmed till we consume it. So, absolute lunacy uh, given that an, an increasing portion of the global population is either undernourished or malnourished, and everyone uh, crying foul about food security issues. So we'll leave it to the French. They have now passed a law that will make it illegal for supermarkets to throw away any food that is still considered edible, which will effectively force grocers to either donate the food to charity or make sure that it is at least used as animal food, as at, a at, at, at minimum. So as of July 2016, large supermarkets in France will face fines of up to $82,000 for failing to comply, and all this motivated by really a a big initiative in the European Union to reduce their food waste by 50% by 2025. Mm -hmm. This is a a global trend. It follows a number of other forward-thinking measures in France as well, aimed at halting the practice of food waste. In 2013, they... the country pushed forward with legislation that forced food sellers to label food in a way that more closely reflected the true shelf life. So we know that's a problem here too where it raises the question, is food that's past its shelf life actually actually inedible? And uh, probably not. So food waste is hardly specific to Europe. Supply chain inefficiencies have led to a reality in which countries everywhere throw out more food each year than would be required to feed every hungry mouth around the world. So that's quite a staggering statistic. In the United States, this is even more staggering, perhaps the most extreme example, some $160 billion in food produced does not even end up eaten each year, so it's wasted. It's more; They throw out more food each year in America than plastic, paper, metal and glass. So in the local Kent context, so we put it into the local context, things are slightly different. Post-consumption waste and waste at retail level is, is, is not as big an issue because organizations such as Food Bank doing a great job and obviously uh, people on the ground obviously taking food for themselves and redistributing. So not as big an issue as in developed countries. But in South Africa, most food is actually wasted during harvest and production. So most of this ends up going to landfill. So there is lots we could do and lots of learnings to take from the French in terms of putting in place policy to address these issues.
0: Oh oh, yes indeed. And uh, staying in France, it seems uh, as if the uh, French government has been very busy uh, passing legislation. They've also passed a law that every commercial building in the country needs to uh, develop their their own or their rooftops rather into a garden And uh, and or solar panels. It seems like an emerging global trend. Would this something like this make sense here in South Africa?
1: Well, absolutely. So we're staying in France and we're giving them a big uh, plug today. The law that was finally approved by Parliament was more limited in scope than was initially demanded by the environmental activists there, which they initially was to make every green roof mandatory across the entire surface of all new French buildings. The law ended up being a little bit less onerous for business by limiting it only to new commercial buildings um, and requiring only part of the roof to be covered by plants and vegetation and giving a choice to actually do the rest in solar panels and generate electricity. This trend of developing green roofs and green walls for that matter as well, which is a big thing, is a global one and and it's taken off in Germany and Australia as well as Toronto and Canada where an adopted bylaw was passed in 2009 which mandated green rooftops to be installed on all industrial and residential buildings. So there's a wide range of different types of green roofs that include parks, trees, shrubs and, and, and some that grow food and they're not specifically designed for biodiversity and some that are designed just for aesthetics to look nice. So buildings that um, have green roofs with high vegetation densities can be up to 60% more energy efficient because they're more insulated and um, they, they keep in heating and cooling. They act as a system of stormwater management by retaining rainwater as well as acting as a air filtration system by absorbing possible pollutants. And there's good evidence that uh, the well-being and productivity of people in the buildings is enhanced as a result of these green urban environments. Ernest, if we think about it, probably the most blatantly stu- stupid thing the human species has done in terms of our urban design mm. is that we've destroyed pristine natural habitat that was completely imbalanced prior to us getting, in, uh, getting, getting it in our hands. Mm. And in terms of consum- Consuming and generating water, energy, carbon um, in such a perfect balance and we've made way for these urban jungles to replace them and mm-hmm. we basically destroyed this perfect balance ecosystem and replaced it with these cities that are made up of buildings that can do absolutely nothing except consume resources and house people. What the new trend is doing is making these buildings now productive again by generating natural vegetation, food and energy. So a massive shift happening and very, very exciting times indeed.
0: Yeah, Now we've got to work twice it's hard to replace what was there naturally isn't it
1: absolutely that's right so well yeah we're getting cleverer that's a good sign
0: that's uh, a good sign, sign and that's, <laughs> that's right, right. <laughs> all right kevin we'll do it again we'll chat again next wednesday lots to talk about i'm sure
1: you guys take care all take right care. fantastic Bye. kevin
0: james from gcx africa talking climate change and sustainability on the drive